Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Thursday. Sex Panther, what's happening? Oh, not a lot. Back on my normal schedule, so hopefully no rosy robot or dead issues. But um, the NBA is back after their one full week all-star break. Seems kind of absurd to me, but maybe everybody will be healthy. Um, and speaking of healthy, got fighting Phil with us again today. What's going on, Phil? Hey gang, yep, I'm uh, I'm coming to you live from this uh, 1960s government war bunker again. Uh, so hopefully the the Wi-Fi stays on and all intact, and uh, we can get some winners out to you. Good morning. All right, and I'm I'm sorry. Whatever we said yesterday made you so angry. You rage quit the conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I can't remember what we were talking about, but it, I was just very, very upset. I was distraught for hours. I finally recovered. I'm happy to do it again. <laughs> Good to have you back, Phil. Missed you guys. Oh, all right. NBA's back. So I thought it'd be fun to take a look at this. I stumbled upon an article. I sent it to you guys, but I have the chart pulled up. Who's got the hardest remaining schedule in the NBA? In the West, it's the Clippers. In the East, it's the 76ers. They both have very good chances to make well, I mean, the Sixers have a hundred percent chance to make the playoffs right now. <laughs> the Clippers have a sixty-seven point five percent chance to make the playoffs right now. Does having a hard schedule coming down the road, is that gonna affect either team, Panther? Um, I think it can affect the Clippers because you know they made all those additions at the trade deadline, and then they signed uh, Russell Westbrook after he was waived from Utah. And there's a you know, there's always a feeling out period and getting your rotation set and and you know figuring out a PG and Kawhi, you're going to be healthy every single game. Um, and we're, what, we're about two-thirds, three-fourths through the season anyway. So, yeah, it's a, it's a small window. I think they got about 21 games to play with. And I think those games, not, you know, when they were talking about the toughest schedule, they were even looking at uh, having over 500 teams. And then they had a few others like Golden State and Oklahoma City who were right at 500 or just under yeah. 500. So, They do have an incredibly tough schedule. Um, I still think they make 
playoffs and maybe it gets them battle tested. But I, I don't think they're worried about where they are seeding wise. I just think getting battle tested against this competition could be a good thing. And getting their rotation set is more important than where they are seeded wise. But I do think the Clippers still make the playoffs. Uh, they'll Clippers yeah, make it yeah. the playoffs. Uh, yeah, the Clips are definitely making the playoffs. Um, I think the addition of Russell Westbrook allows uh, Paul George and Kawhi Leonard to, you know, have their load management because Russ is a dog. You know, he'll he'll play every night unless his leg is is amputated. I, so I, I think um, I think he helps the Clippers in that regard. As far as like the hard schedule in the NBA, sure, on paper the Sixers have the hardest schedule in the East. The Clippers have the hardest schedule in the West, but with with load management, you never know what you're actually going to get from night to night. So, um, you know, there was that that uh, Bucks Celtics game before the break, and the the Celtics sat everybody. So on paper, yes, that's a hard game. But you know, it, it was against you know the 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 next seven guys on the bench for the Celtics rather than than starters. So, you know, with the travel spots and and load management. Honestly, you just have to take it on a night-to-night basis and, and not look at the schedule as a whole in the NBA. I think it's kind of a fruitless thing. Right, right. And it was only a was it only a six-point game? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. Really, really took my point there and, and you know, shit down its throat. Thank sorry, you. sorry, sorry. <laughs> in overtime. Um, <laughs> Dallas has the easiest schedule. I want to circle that. Uh, I mean, Dallas seems like they're going to make the playoffs. But with the easiest schedule, can we just lock them in? Say, all right, Mavs punched our ticket? I think as long as Luca's healthy, then yeah, you can punch your ticket. But they, they still haven't had Christian Wood and Kyrie and Luca all on the floor at one time. Uh, so I think the easy schedule might benefit them, give them some play time, if you will, to kind of experiment with things that they want to do with those three. But uh, the load management, like Phil mentioned, kind of comes into play here because Christian Wood is one of those guys who hasn't been able to stay healthy, and they, they're going to need him in the playoffs. They are a different team when he's not out there. So if they get some easy games or opportunities to not put uh, Christian Wood particularly out there or Luka, I think they'll take advantage of that. But, yeah, I do think Dallas makes the playoffs, and I think they need this time to, same thing as the Clippers, kind of get – their rotation set and what they're going to do is Christian Wood going to be part of the starting lineup. Are they going to leave him in the second unit? Like there's a lot of questions in Dallas, I think. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm excited to watch this Dallas team down the stretch, you know, cause when, when Kyrie and Luca figure it out, like who the closer is, you know, who's going to get, get the last shots and all that, who defers to who, this is going to be a really fun team to, to, to watch. And, you know, you started to see it. They, they had a huge comeback in the fourth quarter, right before the break. And then, you know, they, they couldn't figure out who to take the last shot. So, um, you know, if this Mavericks team figures it out, man, Kyrie and Luka could be a lot of fun to watch in the playoffs. I would not want to be the team that draws them in the West. Mm. We should talk about the we should talk about the Warriors right now. According to basketball reference, they have a 43.7 percent chance to make the playoffs. They have a easier than average schedule, but their games are going to be split almost exactly even between home and away. And the Warriors have not done well on the road. What do we think of their chances coming down the stretch? Yeah, they've actually, I thought they'd get it right at some point, but they've been probably one of, if not the worst, road team in the NBA. I think this is another team that just 
load management so much this year. Even when they are healthy, back-to-back games, they'll sit the entire starting lineup where Jordan Poole is like the best player on the floor. I think with them now kind of really fighting for a playoff spot, you're not going to see that. Curry's going to be healthy. Clay's going to be shooting us through the threes. Draymond will play his back-to-backs. And I think we'll probably kind of start to see the best version of the Golden State Warriors. Another team I don't think that is concerned about where they are seeding-wise, but where they are right now, they do need to make sure they're concerned with actually making the playoffs. I think as long as they're healthy, particularly Steph Curry, they're, they're going to make the playoffs, and they're going to be a dangerous, dangerous team in those playoffs. Yeah, but, I mean, can you, can you bank on Steph being fully healthy for the mm-hmm. playoffs? I mean, he, he's, he's getting older. He's a little long in the tooth. He's kind of had some injury trouble the, the last few years, and this team is certainly not the same without him. I mean, he's, he's the engine. Um, it, it's, it's just tough because, you know, in the beginning of the year when they did have all their pieces – Kerr was, you know, managing, you know, everybody's minutes and taking games off. And boy, I, I bet they wish they could have some of those back and, and um, you know, have a little bit of buffer to make the playoffs. I mean, this is kind of crazy that, that a team that good could be left on the outside, you know, looking in. What's, yeah, I mean, what is the point of load management? If you can't kick it in, <laughs> if, it, if, if they don't make the playoffs, load management, was it a waste of time with the sure, Warriors? For everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for everybody, but I think that's what they were banking on is the, the intentional benching of players in back-to-back situations, regardless of the opponent. Steve Kerr was intentional about benching like the whole starting lineup, and I, I think maybe I, this is me thinking out loud. I can't say that it was yay or nay, but that this was this is where they're going to make their run after the All Star break. We're going to work. Nobody's getting a game off, and we're going to go out there play the back-to-backs get on a hot streak, and get ready to go into the playoffs. I, I, that has to be the case. If they start taking games off and back-to-backs again, I, it's gonna, I'm really scratching my head. It doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, I mean, wh- what are you worried about? What are you saving for? This, is a, this would be a Green Bay Packers-esque kind of move. What, what future are you worried about if you're not worried about today? If you're not worried about this season, why are you worried about next season? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. And uh, this is... For all intents and purposes, I think this might be Draymond's last year with the Warriors. He'll, he'll play a free agent at the end of the year. Jordan Poole's, you know, got paid. They're they're kind of in a transition where that window that the Warriors had is starting to really shrink. Like Bill says, Steve Kerr's getting along on the tooth. Clay Thompson's not exactly a spring chicken, even though he's only played maybe one full season in the last four years. But uh, yeah, the, the window's getting small, and there still is an opportunity. A healthy Warriors team, that Grant Steve Kerr, or excuse me, Steph Curry, is the guy that is most health-dependent. This is as good a Warrior team as they were last year. You just need them to get out there and play every game and be healthy. I, I like this Gold State team, but I'm just kind of scratching my head on why they've taken so many games off. Doesn't seem to be working. <laughs> yeah, this is not it. Oh, let's see. I'm looking at the. I'm trying to find the Warriors. Two Warriors to make the playoffs. Oh, the play. Yeah, the playoffs. Yes is minus three twenty. No is plus two forty. I think there's a little bit of value on the no there, don't you? It's no, getting, no, I think they're making it. Bill, they're making it right. 
I, I think it's scary. I think that that, that would be a, a scary proposition to take the no. So I'm doing it. I'm jumping on it. All right. You, you sold me, Phil. <laughs> All righty. I'm glad I could help. I love living in fear. <laughs> One Another team I wanted to ask about uh, over in the East, Panther, because, you know, it doesn't, they shouldn't necessarily be in this position, but they are in this position is the Raptors. According to basketball reference, they have a 34.9% chance to make the playoffs. They have a well above average uh, remaining strength of schedule. So it's very difficult for them. Is there any chance or is it just, they just could never get the pieces to fit this season? I don't really understand Toronto because outside of just missing that alpha, the, the absolute all-star MVP guy, outside of not having that on their team, I love this team. Like this team is loaded top to bottom second unit they've got depth they've got rebounding they got defense they've got scores like i don't understand why they are struggling so much particularly in the east the east is so winnable that toronto at worst should probably be like the two or three seed i honestly think i like toronto better than philadelphia but for some reason they can't put it together i don't know why i'm i'm gonna take a flyer on them when we start talking playoffs and the end of the season, whatever, because they're going to be seated low, but I definitely think they make the playoffs. This is as underperforming team as I think I've ever seen in the NBA. What do you think, Bill? Oh, I a hundred percent agree. I mean, this is a, a really talented Toronto team. And I just like you, I can't figure out why it hasn't worked all year. You know, uh, Fred Van Vliet, awesome, awesome point guard. I really like, like his play. Um, Scotty Barnes has turned into, you know, a pretty good player this year. OG Ananobi, Pascal Siakam. I mean, these are really, really good pieces. It's it's hard to imagine why they don't fit, but um, they just don't. I, I I don't I don't understand it. But you know, maybe they make a run. They they made a move for Jacob Pertl, who's a you know he was a, a pretty serviceable center in in San Antonio. So maybe that that gives new life to him. Um, but I I do uh, you know support you, Panther, and and taking a flyer on the Raptors team. It's going to be a really long number and a, uh, a talented team. Well, here's just, you can start right now today. Bet 365 Raptors to make the NBA playoffs. Yes. Plus 165. No minus 200. Yeah. I'll take a plus number on that. I was kind of hoping it'd even be better than that, but yeah, I'll, I'll, I think the Raptors definitely make the playoffs. There's no way they, this team as deep as they are should miss the playoffs. If they miss the playoffs, Heads are going to roll. You're going to see Atlanta-type shit happening. Coach getting fired, GM getting fired, players getting dealt. I don't know what the fuck to make of this team. I should be able to coach this team. They're so loaded. <laughs> and, and just to, to be clear, Arch, I think on these to make the playoffs uh, props, it's not just the, the play, and I think they have to you know, be in the field of eight. Yes. At the cash. Okay, okay, yeah. okay, okay. So, so I'm, I'm, they, have I'm to win the, they have to win the play-in game? I mean, yeah, they, have, they have to come out of the play in and, yeah, they and come be out in the, the, the official tournament. bracket. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yep. All right. But so I just, I just made that bet with you on the Raptors on the yes. Okay. There you yeah, go. Yeah. I love it. What about the, um, the Atlanta Hawks here? They have a 33.4% chance to make the playoffs. I think, yeah, they have the second hardest remaining strength of schedule. And, uh, oh, man. Atlanta Hawks to make the playoffs. Yes is minus 160. No is plus 130. I mean, I think they make the playoffs. There's, again, same situation, way too much talent. And maybe with, you know, the ownership 
uh, throwing the GM and the coach on top of the sword figuratively. Maybe the, that wakes up the players and like, hey, if you guys don't get your ass in gear, you're going to be the next one to get kicked into the pit of 300. I don't understand, other than maybe um, Trey Young and DeJounte Murray stepping on each other's toes a little bit, I just don't understand how this team can't be in the top eight. It, it just doesn't compute. So I think they make the playoffs, but this is still a team that's got a lot of work to do to figure things out moving forward into the future. This, this team's just not right. Yeah. Um, Kendrick Perkins this morning came out and said that, um, you know, because Nate McMillan got fired, that the Hawks players must be softer than funeral music. <laughs> so I guess there's something really wrong in that locker room. I don't, I don't want to play on them or against them, but uh, it's a talented team, but boy, they just can't figure it out. I like that. Softer than funeral music. That's good. Yeah, uh, Perkins is good for some quotes sometimes. Yeah. Any other teams that I neglected to mention that you guys wanted to uh, look at? Um, no, not, I mean, not as far as making the playoffs. Where, where are we with the Bulls? What, what do we make of this Bulls team? They didn't get Westbrook. They signed Patrick Beverly. I don't know if that really gets me excited, but a uh, Bulls team, another team that we've all been hugely disappointed in. Uh, much like Atlanta, I don't know if I'd bet them to make the playoffs, but what's this team supposed to do, Phil? They're an absolute dumpster fire. I don't know, man, because I'm a, I'm a big Vooch fan. I love Vooch. I mean, DeMar DeRozan, excellent player. Um, this is, just seems to be a, a, another team that is, you know, its parts are greater than the sum of the whole. I mean, I, they, they just don't fit. And, you know, they're not quite a super team but they're not very good. And it, it just, it's, it's weird. It, it's a weird thing. And, um, you know, it, it, the East is so wide open, you know, I think they're 11th in the East right now. So they're just on the outside of the, the, uh, play in tournament. Um, Lonzo balls out for the year. Patrick Beverly, not a needle mover. So I, I really don't know what to make of that move. Um, so it just comes down to is Levine and, and Vooch and DeMar going to carry this team for the next month and, and see what happens. But, um, I, I mean, I like the Bulls, and I'll, I'll bet them in spots. But this is not a not a team you can put any trust in. No, and they're just such an underperforming team. I I can't put my finger on what's wrong. Um, well, probably not scoring points. That's probably the, <laughs> the biggest thing. Their defense is okay, right? It's an okay defensive team. They're just not scoring any points. Yeah, I think they're okay defensively, and they have point. I mean, Zach Levine isn't. Very efficient point scorer. DeMar DeRozan, an all-around player. And Vooch, I mean, again, efficient from your big guy. I just can't figure out how – it just sounds so dumb to say Lonzo Ball was the difference maker. They were such a much better team, <laughs> right? But they were. They were such a much better team. And, and they realized their defense deficiency was that point guard. They didn't get Westbrook. Lonzo's not coming back. But your answer is Patrick Beverly. I'm sorry, Patrick Beverly's not a point guard. Might play the point guard position, but that is not a point guard. So I, they didn't fix what ails them, and, and I don't know if they can do anything to actually even get into the playing tournament. I don't like this. I like this team, but I don't like this team. I, I don't trust them. No is minus one or minus seven hundred. Oh, Vegas be, definitely doesn't think they're making it. No. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say there might be some value on the yes at the plus four seventy five. Yeah, yeah. If you squint your eyes real hard, and you know press submit without looking at it like a surgeon correct all right uh let's take a breather let's talk about the book club 
Yeah. What's yeah, going on over the book, club? the book club? Sure. Uh, last night we put out um, an entire season's worth of Formula One futures. Uh, we also put out the, uh, the, the first picks for uh, the cup race in Fontana. So, I mean, there's a lot going on. The NBA's back. I know Kyle during this show just dropped a lot of props. Um, so you'll want to, you want to fade those to make money. Um, <laughs> the XFL coming up today, so we're gonna we're gonna be you know putting out picks for the XFL weekend. Steve dropped I think th- three thousand golf picks over the weekend here. So um, there's just a lot going on. It's it's an active place. It's fun. Um, you know the promos and boost channel is doing well. Arch, we got some darts winners this morning, which was wonderful. Yeah, I'm so saying, welcome change. Yeah, join the book club thedgens.net or everyonehateswents.com you get a three-day free trial like i said yesterday it's a perfect time of the week to to join because you get all the racing plays as we make them and then you'll make enough money where you'll want to stick around so uh join the book club we would love to have you guess who's back back again my bookie's back tell a friend that's right djens proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie but just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, Anywhere, use the promo code DGENS to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? 
It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. All right, it's back, boys. NBA. Panther, where are you starting? Oh, my God. I got five plays today. I'm going to make up for all that lost time. Let's start in Cleveland. The Cavaliers are at home taking on the Denver Nuggets. And although I think we all really like the Denver Nuggets and Nikola Jokic, I really like Cleveland at home. There are two different. I mean, this is the most bipolar team in the NBA. Jekyll and Hyde, home and away. Well, maybe like the Warriors. But Cleveland's really, really good at home. And I think coming off that one-week all-star break, the Cavs get off to a good start. I'll lay the two and a half and take the Cavs. Phil, you got any yeah, thoughts? I like, yeah. I, I like the Cavs here. I, I lean the Cavs. I don't have a real real heavy play yet, um, mostly because it's 9 o'clock in the morning and um, it's hard to bet the NBA this early. You almost have to see <laughs> rosters and – Everything, you know, two hours before tip. So uh, I lean the Cavs, so I'm, I'm with you. I'm actually going to lean the other way. I'm going to lean the Nuggets here. Not not going to bet them, but uh, yeah, a solid. No, change my mind. I'm betting the Nuggets. I saw something. Change my mind completely. I'm betting the Nuggets. Give me the Nuggets, 10 bucks. I guess I'm betting the Nuggets then. <laughs> I just saw how much money was coming in on the Nuggets. Now I want a piece of the Nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next game up, the uh, Boston Celtics are on the road going to Indiana, take on the Pacers. I'm pretty sure the Celtics are healthy now after that layover. Going against an Indiana team that is, and listen, I think they've overperformed. I really didn't expect them to be as good as they've been. Halliburton has been a godsend for that team, and Manthurin, the rookie, has slid in there and done his role real well. But Boston... Look, this is the team to beat in the East. We can talk about the Sixers. We can talk about uh, Milwaukee and any of these other teams. But Boston has been heads and tails above everybody else. And I think they are eight points better than Indiana. I will lay the eight and put my money on the Celtics. Um, Again, just being this early in the morning, I haven't played anything in the NBA. But I I was uh, leaning Indiana in this one. Um, I think eight points is just couple points too many, especially for the, the C's to cover on the road. Um, you know, Jalen Brown's still wearing the Batman mask, even though, you know, he should be, you know, in action tonight with Tatum. So uh, I like I like Indiana here at the eight. We'll see where it goes throughout the day. Yeah, I'm going to lean Indiana with the eight, eight and a half. If this gets up to nine, and please, God, give it up to like ten. I, I know it won't happen, but please. <laughs> then I'm jumping, on, I'm jumping on the Pacers with both feet. But right now, it's just a lean that way. Yeah, for the record, if it was 10, I wouldn't be on Boston. That's, <laughs> that's too many. Uh, next game up, we got Kyle listening to the show. So let's talk about his Philadelphia 76ers hosting the Memphis Grizzle. Uh, you know, talked about the Sixers' schedule. This is kind of part of the early slate where they're taking on a uh, Oh, who had, who had Panther in the pool? Who had Panther in the pool? I like Philadelphia he likes Philadelphia at home. He doesn't know he's been kicked off yet. He got a phone call or something. Yeah, you got it, Nardog. Uh, ask the question in the book club. Who's going to drop out of the show first today, Phil or Panther? Panther wins. Yeah, he was like a minus 
225 favorite, I think. <laughs> I think that was being a very, very low on the... <laughs> there right. was value on, on the exactly. favorite. Exactly. Okay, so are you looking at this game at all? It was actually the only game I had actually bet uh, this morning. I, I like the Sixers a lot here. It's a short number at home. Embiid is actually not on the injury report. And, you know, normally uh, prior to the All-Star break, he, he was on there every single day. Uh, with soreness of some kind. So uh, I like that he was off the injury report. Uh, Memphis has been struggling. Um, they mm-hmm. they were 4-9 and nine in their last 13 heading into the break. Um, I don't think this Memphis team is good in the West, as John Morant said. Uh, the Sixers are a little bit better tonight. No Steven Adams as well. So uh, give me the Sixers here. I like this play a lot. Oh, yeah. I'm jumping on this as well. I guess this would be a kiss of death. Oh, yeah, I think so, because I like the Sixers minus the three and a half an awful lot. So I'm jumping on it as well. So Memphis rolls tonight. Yeah, they're going to win by 16. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next game up, I fully expect Arch to be on this one. I don't know, but it just smells like an Arch play. San Antonio's on the road, going to take on those Dallas Mavericks we were talking about. Uh, the, the Mavs, I mean, like, look, I love Luka. We like Kyrie, Christian Wood. They're at home. They're better at home. 13 and a half. I get it. The Spurs suck, but I haven't seen anything out of Dallas home or away that would justify two freaking touchdowns. I want San Antonio and the 13 and a half, 10 bucks. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't have a real strong lean one way or the other here. I, I would, you know, probably grab the points. Cause like I said, Dallas is still learning to play together. Um, I'm seeing 14 out there. So I, like- I, I like that number, but um, I, I would imagine Dallas is going to be a public team the rest of the way, so you may just want to hold off and, and see where this number goes as well. Hmm. It's 14 and a half at MGM, for those of you that haven't been banned there yet. Wow. Yeah. I'm leaning San Antonio on this one. I, I, I'm going to wait and see on this one. Uh, I, I post my picks in the book club, too, as it's closer to tip-off. Sometimes I wait so close that it makes Phil fucking mad at me, but you know, it is what it is. Yeah, but I don't have a lot of hair left to lose, so it's okay. <laughs> I resemble that remark. <laughs> Last game up for me, Portland's going to Sacramento. I, I've probably been higher on the Kings than anybody else in, in the chat or in, in the group, but I list, I love the way De'Aaron Fox and Sabonis play together, and this team at home has been pretty good. And Portland, I just a team that I don't trust, especially on the road. I think Sacramento can cover five and a half, so I'll take the Kings for another 10 bucks. Uh, yeah, I have I have zero read on this game whatsoever. Uh, sorry, yep, wasn't prepared to do the whole NBA card panther like you. So uh, I guess I'll just give you moral support. I'm gonna lean uh, lean the Kings with you, but I, I'm not gonna touch this one. It's a little too close for me to call. Yeah, I think uh, Simons and Nurkic is out, right for for Portland. I think so. Yeah. I hadn't seen that yet, but it's very possible. Um, listen, I had I had to come on come with some plays. In case you didn't come with any, so do you have any NBA plays we need to talk about? Because I'm done. The only one I had was the uh, the Sixers, so really happy to to get down on that this morning, and then kind of just in a wait and see mode. And I think the NBA has trained us to be that way, and it, it's sad. That sucks. You would think after the you know All Star break, everybody would play today. You would think if you were ever going to have your lineup fully available, today would be that day. This would be the day. Yeah, you're you're right about that, but. Yep, just the one for me, and then I'll tail whatever Arch says. All right. Well, we've got two more I want to look at real quick. Warriors are playing the Lakers. We just talked about the Warriors. 
plus six. Plus six on the road. I know it's on the road. I know they suck on the road, but I do think they are going to cover this one. I'm jumping all over the Warriors, plus six to uh, hang with the Lakers. Yeah, the surprising thing is that line even got worse because it was five and a half. And keep, I'm get, sorry. Keep it coming. Keep it coming. Oh, yeah. Keep it coming. It's a great play because I'm sorry. The Lakers as a favorite probably should be jumping on the dog just out of principle. But I just I, it blows my mind that the Lakers are a five and a half, six point favorite against anybody. So tons of moral support. I'll lean the Warriors. Yeah, I bet this thing goes goes further in the, the Lakers direction. I mean, because they're such a public team, number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, LeBron has been making a, a big stink about how this is the biggest stretch of games in his career to carry this team to the playoffs, blah, blah, blah. They're just not any good. So um, this seems to be one that we'll be waiting right up until tip and probably getting seven or seven and a half. I can't wait. I can't wait when you talk dirty to me, man. Oof, I love it. Oh. All right, last game I wanted to look at, Pelicans-Raptors. We just talked about the Raptors, and they are just they can't figure anything out. They can't do anything. I don't think they can cover a five and a half against uh, the Pelicans. I really don't. I, I'm not going to say it's an upset watch. I don't necessarily think I, the Pelicans win, but I think they keep this one close. Give me the Pelicans, plus six. Yeah, I, I'd like the Toronto to win this game, especially at home, and the Pelicans still being without Zion. Uh, but you're right, that five and a half, six, like, do we trust Toronto with any negative number? I, re- I really don't think I do. So maybe a money line situation. If you threw them in a parlay, I do think the Raptors win. But um, yeah, for betting purposes, I'd probably like the six as well. Hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy to lean the six with you, Arch. Oh, very good. Thank you. You're well, welcome. Where do we want to shoot over to now? I know, Phil, you've got some college basketball. Panther, do you have any college basketball? Um, I got one game that I, I was looking at. We talked about, but uh, we'll let Phil take the lead here. All right. College basketball. Yeah, I- I know we're running kind of oh, long on time here, but um, the first one I got is Penn State with the two over Ohio State. Um, Ohio State, they are eight and five at home, but uh, they padded their their stats, their their you know season win total with wins over Robert Morris, uh, Charleston Southern, Eastern Illinois, St. Francis, New York, Maine, and Alabama A and M in the beginning of the year. So I mean, this is actually like a two and eight team. On the you know at home, they've lost thirteen of their last fourteen. Absolute dead team walk, and they have nothing to play for. Um, Penn State's won two in a row. I like getting the two on the road with Penn State. And every single thing you said about Ohio State is true, which is why I have no fucking clue why they're favored. I don't get this smells. This smells so it's like LSU <laughs> last night being favored against Vanderbilt. This fucking stinks. I hate it. Uh, leaning Penn State, but uh, this game stinks. All right. I'll, I'll lean with you. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Cool. And then the last one I have is uh, UCLA laying seven or six and a half at Utah. Um, Utah's a middle of the road Pac 12 team. They've lost four of their last six, seven of 12. During that stretch, they've had three home losses against teams below them in the standings, which is hard to do because, you know, they're not very good. (laughs) Um, UCLA won this game by 21 when it was in their barn earlier in the year. Um, So, I mean, seven seems kind of generous here that that, that's all we're laying. Uh, Mick Cronin, defensive-minded coach. They've got a couple leftovers from the Final Four team. This is an experienced team, a deep team. I don't think going on the road – will bother them especially against a team like utah i mean it's not a a step up in class at all uh this team is getting ready for the tournament and the pac-12 tournament 
I like UCLA here. I don't mind laying the number. Yeah, I like UCLA. I definitely like them to win. But my my problem is, I just I'm not studying college football or basketball, but it just seems to me like the road teams, no matter how good they are. There's just something about playing on the road or home team stepping up at home and playing better. Like, it just doesn't add up. So UCLA should walk all over Utah. But for some reason, this will probably turn into a three- or four-point game, which gets me spooked off of it. I'm leaving Utah home with the points, but I don't like this game to bet. Okay. Phil, yeah, that- I mean – I, that, that's uh, that's all I got. I mean, Panther seems to be right about you know the home teams this time of year, uh, but I'm, I'm I try and be selective with it. Like last last night, we got Kentucky home. Uh, you know, oh, yeah. when they were on the road against Florida, we've been doing it all week. You know, you, you pick some of these these just much better teams on the road, uh, and sometimes you can get a good number. So uh, actually, having a little six and two show run here. You so are two and one last night. Um, hoping to hoping to get these home and and. Give the folks some winners in Max's absence. That's right. <laughs> uh, Panther, was there a college basketball game you liked? One game. want to get Phil's take on it. We talked about it pre-show, and uh, I think this might be the one I'm on today. Uh, Memphis Tigers are on the road, take on the Shockers over Wichita State. One of those really likable numbers for a road team. Only three points for a very, very good Memphis team. It feels kind of off, but... Three points, a little too tempting. I like the Tigers. I think I want to put some money on Memphis. Am I jumping into a trap here, Phil? No, no, I'm, I'm with you as well uh, with Memphis. Penny's got this team playing pretty good ball. I mean, uh, on Sunday they lost to Houston, but only by eight. And this Everybody Houston loses team, Houston. Yeah, that's I fine. I was just going to say they're, they're number one in the country. I mean, that, that's a really, really good Houston team. Um, but they've been playing pretty good ball for the last couple of weeks. I like Memphis and Wichita State stinks. There you go. Uh, push it up to four. You get plus 121. Ooh, I like Push it. it up the Well, Pinnacle has a limit on them. <laughs> they don't get too crazy. You'll have to go off off Pinnacle for that one. Uh, all right. Well, I, I can do it on my FanDuel account. They let me do all kinds of crazy shit. Panther, did you have any hockey plays that you wanted to blast through? Just, That's all I got for college. You got anything, Arch? No, nothing. Blast through your hockey plays. Just give me your plays. No hockey plays? Fair enough. Okay. Did we lose him? We may have lost him. Wow. Who had twice? Who had multiples? Panther giving out multiples tonight. Who laddered it? <laughs> Real quick, Phil. Any, d- 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 XF- an even line. Oh, what do you got? Blues. About minus 120. Who? The Blues. The Blues. You like that? Yeah, I like the Blues minus 120 and the Red Wings at about plus 145, I think. There you go. All right. Locked it in. Phil, did you, ha- did you want to talk about or have any thoughts on the XFL game? Uh, you know, I'm going to say that Kyle and I are going to be doing a show at five o'clock for the XFL game. Oh, very good. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Got that in. Uh, give me St. Louis <clears throat> plus the three and a half. Smart. All Seattle right. is on very, very short rest. Uh, there, there you go. All right. Let's see. Comments here. Who will drop out of the show first day? Uh, they, Filler Panther. Uh, let's see. Uh, somebody says, wow, what a smooth voice from Phil here. Somebody likes Ooh. your radio voice. Hey, I love DeRozan, but I think he hampers that offense. Mid-range guys can't get it done anymore. You're right, Jeffrey. They just have to, to just they just don't have someone to successfully run the offense. Talk about the Bulls. Yep. Let's see here. Uh, Nardog says he won the uh, Panther pool. Uh, Panther said hater. <laughs> and Nardog says take Michigan plus the six. We don't say that word around here. 
what are, we, what are we talking about today? We talked about the NBA mostly. Who's in good position to make the playoffs? Who's in bad position to make the playoffs? And of course, then we bet on the NBA. We bet on college basketball. We bet on NHL. And I still like a uh, little bit of the XFL. Panther, or excuse me, Phil, that's it. That's it, gang. I, uh, you know, I think I have one more day left of doing this. So yes. really enjoying this week. Uh, tune in Out of Bounds tonight at 5 o'clock because we'll be breaking down the XFL weekend. We got a show on NASCAR coming up as well on Friday. Should be a very, very nice sports filled weekend. All right. Panther, take us home. All right. Before I get out of here, time to give the guys a parlay. It's Phil's fault we didn't do one yesterday. So, Phil, make it up by giving them a stone cold lock today. Uh, Penn State money line. Penn State on the money line. That gets you about what? One and a quarter? I have no idea. We'll figure it out and we'll post it in the book club. Arch, what do you like? Uh, Pelicans plus six. New Orleans plus the six. Uh, I will tempt fate and take the Philadelphia 76ers. The KOD minus 3.5. That is your DGEN parlay for the day. We're hanging out on Facebook. We're on Twitter, but mostly exclusively. It's right here in the book club. Come on in and shoot the shit with us. Call us out by name. We will holler right back. But most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're doing today, and when it's all said and done, give us all. Make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.